Good morning. Oh my goodness, my hair is <laughs> a little crazy. Um, I started late this morning because there were about seven people outside the apartments, uh, and on this gray, rainy, gray, rainy day, the uh, landscaping company that takes care of the grounds has come to do their first spring cleanup. And so there were about five to seven people at any one time blowing their uh, electric blowers, and it was w really noisy. So they just slowed down, so I thought I could start. Well, it's good to have you here. Hi, Patty. And um, we finished reading the book, Heartwood of the Bodhi Tree, yesterday. And... I wanted to read just a little part at the end about him. And then I'd like to sit the rest of the time today because we haven't really, we have been uh, not doing that as often or as long as I think we'd like to when I'm, when I'm reading one of these books that I get carried away with. So let me read a little bit and then we'll sit and Hopefully, that'll be good for your day. So about the author, Buddhadasa Bhikkhu, and Buddhadasa means the slave of the Buddha, went forth as a bhikkhu, or a Buddhist monk, in 1926 at the age of 20. After a few years of study in Bangkok, he was inspired to live close to nature in order to investigate the Buddha Dhamma as the Buddha had done. Thus he established, and I'm not going to be pronouncing this correctly, uh, Swan Mokabalarama, Mokabalarama, that's the Garden of the Power of Libera Liberation in 1932 near his hometown in southern Thailand. At the time, it was the only forest dhamma center in the region and one of a very few places dedicated to vipassana, and that's the meditation leading to seeing clearly into reality. So vipassana means insight. Word of Buddhadasa Bhikkhu and Swan Mok has spread over the years, so that his life and work are considered to be among the most influential events in the Buddhist history of, Thaian, of Siam, or Thailand. Here we can only mention a few of the more numerable and the most memorable services he had surrendered to Buddhism. Ajahn Buddhadasa worked painstakingly to establish and explain the correct and essential principles of pristine Buddhism. That work was based on extensive research of the Pali Canon, especially of the Buddha's discourses, followed by personal experiment and practice with these teachings. From this, he uncovered the Dhamma which truly quenches dukkha, or suffering, and which he in turn shared with anyone interested his goal was to produce it complete. His goal was to produce a complete set of references for present and future research and practice. His approach was always scientific, straightforward, and practical. Although his former education was limited to seven years, 
plus some beginning poly studies. He has been given eight honorary doctorates by Thai universities. Numerous doctoral theses have been written about his work. His books, both written and transcribed from talks, fill a room at the National Library and influence all serious Thai Buddhists. Progressive elements in Thai society, especially the young, have been inspired by his wide-ranging thought, teaching, and selfless example. Since the 1960s, activists and thinkers in such areas as education, social welfare, and rural development have drawn upon his teaching, advice, and friendship. His work has helped inspire a new generation of socially concerned monks. Since the founding of Suan Mok, he studied all schools of Buddhism and all the major religious traditions. This interest was practical rather than scholarly. He sought to unite all genuinely religious people, meaning those working to overcome selfishness in order to work together for world peace. This broad-mindedness won him friends and students from around the world, including Christians, Muslims, Hindus, and Sikhs. Recently, he established an international Dhamma heritage. Here, courses for introducing foreigners to the correct understanding of Buddhist principles and practice are held in English at the beginning of every month. Retreats in Thai are also organized. Further, he hoped that meetings would be organized for Buddhists from around the world to identify and agree upon the heart of Buddhism. Third, he wanted to bring together all the religions to cooperate in helping humanity. So, let's see. He had another uh, training center for foreign monks. and some other things. Also working with women and the status of women to upgrade the woman's status. Ajahn Buddhadasa died at Swan Mok on July 8, 1993. The work of Swan Mok, his, uh, his center, continues as before according to the law of nature. So... Powerful teachings, and it is different from a lot of uh, teachings you might hear. So he certainly doesn't depend on uh, rebirth to, as an important part of the Buddhist teachings in terms of uh, uh, the, just the body coming back over and over again. And he sees that we we are born and die every day, all during the day. So we go through many lifetimes in a day as we change, as impermanence is at work with us. And I love his teachings on voidness, the sunyata. So I hope you've in, you've gotten a lot out of it. Uh, it. Some of it may have been rather obtuse if, if you hadn't been studying some of the suttas that he's referring to. But I hope it was uh, the his wisdom was clear. So why don't we sit today? I don't think the loud noises are going to come back 
anytime soon. So we'll have that a, a distraction from that. Although we're learning that it doesn't matter. Those loud noises could just be sound. But we're working on that, right? <laughs> you may be like me and be a little bit uh, it's not, I can't actually just see it as completely neutral yet. So, why don't you get into a comfortable posture? And I'd like to just start with this short loving-kindness meditation that I have read to you before from ChristyTending.com, Christy Tenery Spalding. And uh, I just like her words. And it's a good way to explain it. So I'll read the beginning. I'd like to do this first, and then we'll just sit with breathing meditation. Loving-kindness meditation. This meditation is a practicing well wishes for yourself or others in a way that cultivates a sense of loving kindness for both you and the recipients. Since we're all here for self-care, begin with yourself, offering yourself this loving kindness before moving on to others. Seated comfortably with your eyes closed, silently repeat these or your own phrases for a set duration, and we'll probably spend about five or six minutes with this. Repeat four of these phrases, or other phrases of your own, silently for the duration of the meditation, like counting the beads of a mala. They're not there to cultivate thoughts, but as a mindfulness tool. If thoughts arise, simply brush them away and return your attention to the phrases. May I be peaceful. May I have ease of well-being. May I be healthy in body and mind. May I be kind to myself. May I accept myself as I am. May my life unfold smoothly with joy. May I be free from danger and harm. May I be peaceful. May I have ease of well-being. May I be healthy in body and mind. May I be kind to myself. May I accept myself as I am. May my life may my life unfold smoothly with joy. And may I be free from danger and harm.
I'll pick four each time and go through the sets of the people we send loving kindness to. May my loved ones be peaceful. May my loved ones be healthy in body and mind. May my loved ones be kind to themselves. May my loved ones be free from danger and harm. May the strangers in my life be peaceful. May my strangers have ease of well-being. May the strangers be kind to themselves. And may each stranger's life unfold smoothly with joy. May my difficult person be peaceful. May this difficult person be kind to themselves. May this difficult person have ease of well-being. And may this difficult person be free from danger and harm. May all beings everywhere throughout the universe be peaceful. May all beings, human and non-human, have ease of well-being. May all beings be healthy in body and mind. May all beings be kind to themselves. May all beings accept themselves as they are. May all beings see their lives unfold smoothly with joy. And may all beings be free from danger and harm. Now just be with the breath.
If thoughts arise and begin to distract you, just brush them away. Be aware of each inhale and each exhale. We let go and we let be.
Now as we end for today, let's close by sending merit. May everything we do and say and think be done not only for our own benefit, but for the benefit of all living beings. So we have a big task. (laughs) So remember loving kindness today. Kindness is our religion. I think the Dalai Lama said that. And uh, Bhante Gunaratana says that instead of um, loving kindness, he translates metta to be uh, like a, a French friendship, be friendly. So it's a friendliness meditation. And we can keep that in mind. So I'll see you again on Sunday, and thanks everyone for being here. Hope you have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.